Welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about Be More Kind, a new record by British singer-songwriter Frank Turner, which starts out with a song called Don't Worry. Don't worry if you don't know what to do I've spent a little time in worry shoes I wore them out through walking It wasn't any use Don't worry if you don't know what to do Don't give up if you just can't get your way Don't listen to the bitter things they say Put those thoughts behind you Tomorrow's a new day Don't give up if you just can't get away Life hurts Love will burn Don't we wish it went that way Two bits, you should fix it. Don't throw it away. So this album is a bit of a surprise for me. Frank Turner's an artist I wasn't particularly familiar with, but uh, heard him on the South by Southwest playlist this year. And it's like, that's kind of interesting. Not really my thing, but he seems really heartfelt. He's just a very earnest artist. And so we went to check him out. Well, also, we had multiple people that we talked to throughout the festival tell us you run into people and you kind of chit chat and share information about who you saw that was good. And multiple people said Frank Turner was really great. Yeah. And so we went and yeah, he's incredibly charming and popular in a way that I had no idea. Like that place was packed with people who knew all of his songs by heart. They were super fans. There was some woman, it was her birthday and he brought her up on stage and, you know, asked her to pick a favorite song that he would play just for her. And like she had one and it it was just, it was very surprising for somebody that I had never heard of. Yeah. But he also is very kind of folky, folksy, and just a guy with a guitar. And so to open up this album and it's these ultra fake hand claps and organs. And then later there's a choir and and something you thought maybe well, was a dulcimer. Harps, or maybe a harpsichord. Yeah, but it's just, it's really full throttle. How many instruments can I throw at this song? And very produced in a very like slick way. It's super produced a little too much. As yeah. I said, the, the hand claps are so fake that I came into this and I thought, oh no, what am I getting into? But... The earnestness is still there. Mm-hmm. And even though it's a song like Don't Worry and you might think like, oh, this is going to be an easygoing song, but it's really about, hey, nobody knows. Everyone's just figuring it out and maybe you don't know either, but we can figure it out together. So it has that kind of, as is a very earnest, sweet message. And it ends up being just the right way to set the tone for what this album is about, which is kind of the experience of living through extraordinary times that are terrifying but also how do you stick with the people who are important to you and get through it together? And how do you kind of keep your sanity? And what are your strategies for that, like on a day-to-day basis? And and I really like that. And it's very genuine and very heartfelt. 
And so it's certainly genuine, but maybe a little less uh, optimistic on the next track. Yeah. And so the next song we'll play is one that really made me want to talk about this album because it's so powerful and it's so perfect for these times and it really captures the emotion. And especially for someone like me who knows a lot about history and can see how much times today are paralleling 1933, which is the title of this song. If I was of the greatest generation, I'd be pessimizing the world that I built. Slipping back into this, I'd be screaming at my grandkids. We already did this. Be suspicious of simple answers. That shit's for fascists and maybe teenagers. You can't fix the world if all you have is a hammer. The first time it was a tragedy. The second time it's a farce. Outside it's 1933, so I'm hitting the bar And I don't know what's going on anymore The wall outside is burning with a brand new light But it isn't one that makes me feel warm Don't go mistaking your house burning down from the dawn Don't go mistaking your house burning down from the dawn Surely hope that you are Living in a society That's maybe heading for Mars Well down here we still have a shower Of bastards leading the charge Outside it's 1933 So I'm hitting the bar And I don't know What's going on I just love this song so much because it captures all the energy of like that fiery punk attitude that is what I kind of feel like is animating everyone right now. Just you kind of you can't believe that things are happening. And, you know, the way the chorus goes is the first time it's a tragedy, the second time it's a farce. And like just being kind of in disbelief that we're having to go through this again, like we already defeated the Nazis. Nope, it's the sequel. And yeah, that this is. It's funny because I found the sort of overproduction on that first track to be a bit a bit cloying. And I think here he just really hits a sweet spot where it is a lot going on, where there's little like organ stings and super like a lot of effects on these guitars. I mean, it's a very hard rock sound. And then there's harmonica in that bridge. Mm-hmm. And, and yet it feels very balanced. And so it's one of those things like, okay, if there's an artist who's kind of more known for being kind of a folk singer songwriter guy with an acoustic guitar and he goes for it swings for the fences and yeah that first song i feel like it didn't quite hit here he really connects and he's got again it's a crazy time and he's obviously got so much in him and it just it comes out even just the way the song it's like he's got these just intense bitter verses and then a pre-chorus and even the chorus is kind of split into two different completely musically different parts Mm -hmm. and so there's just so many ideas piled in here and you just that sense of it boiling in him that he's just so angry and 
And the emotion in his voice is so perfect. You know, when we saw him live, which was kind of our first exposure to his music, he was so, he had such a great connection with the audience and he was so emotive and kind of genuine and just like chatty and personable. And I feel like that comes through in this song. Like he's just coming across as very genuine. Yes. And so, you know, I think we listened to an earlier album this year and that Super Chunk album was such a kind of, you know, what a time to be alive. Yeah. And I feel like this is in that same vein. I mean, mm. this particular song and I think a lot of the album, but this one in particular, just of that, that the disbelief mm-hmm. is just really comes through. And it's a good counter counterpoint because Super Chunk is an American band. They live in North Carolina. So they're seeing one side of it. And this is a British guy who's seeing it. Like he said, he wrote or he came up with a lot of the concepts on this album when he was touring America in 2016 and just seeing what was happening. And so then going home and having Brexit and everything else. And so he's he's kind of talking about it from the European side of things. Yeah. And so, you know, here he's voicing that disbelief and anger, but I think he's struck, he is continuing to struggle to find kind of the positive message. And we hear that in the next track we'll play, which is the title track, Be More Kind. They've started raising walls around the world now. Like cackles raised upon a cornered cat. On the borders in our heads Between the things that can and can't be said We stop talking to each other And there's something wrong with that So before you go out searching Don't decide what you will find Be more kind, my friends Try to be more kind You should know achieving what Frank Turner was trying on that first song, but Mm -hmm. got a little carried away with the production where here it's truer to, I think his folk sensibility, but then fleshed out with these very lush strings and some more kind of synthetic sounding, but still very warm guitar. And the overall effect is that same earnestness, but part of me like I feel like I'm supposed to be upset and cynical and this guy disarms it (laughs) yeah I mean it's very like it it would be very easy to be cynical about this album because it is it's very earnest and very heartfelt and it could come off as schmaltzy and I personally think that he does an effective job with it but I can understand why it might not appeal to some people especially coupled with the slick production I think 
this message would be better with a more raw or stripped down production style but he has said in interviews that this is his seventh solo album and he's kind of he feels like he's kind of earned the right to experiment a little bit and that's what he's doing and and it's also if you're speaking to people who maybe are not into raw music. I mean, we, yeah, I, I feel said, like again, this, this guy's is... a huge fan base. I think he played the Warfield. Yeah. So the, yeah, that was huge. the other thing is we, yeah, we saw we, knowing nothing about him. We saw him and everybody was a super fan at South by. And then we found out that he was playing the Warfield here in San Francisco, which is a venue with like a, I think like a thousand person capacity. It's Easily. very it's, large. It's venue. huge. And, and I, you know, I, I think all, and just how huge, how much he speaks to people and, yeah. you, you know, I'm not going to, you know, give this guy a hard time for his, his artistic choices if he speaks to that many people. I was kind of curious, hey, what's that ar- tattoo on his arm? And I did a search for, uh, you know, Frank Turner tattoo, and it's a million people who have tattoos based on his music. Yeah. And he speaks to people in that way. Yeah, and I feel like this is a record that could really ha- find a very popular audience. Like, it's very pop-sounding, and I think that he could win over a lot of American fans that he may not have already. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's a... It's a tall order, but he speaks directly to Americans very explicitly on this next track we'll play called Make America Great Again. production is so over the top and this is the one song where I feel like it's just a little bit too much because he loses so much of the emotion in his voice and the you know like I say it's just you can tell that this has just been done too many takes and too many layers and it's it's a great like sing-along anthem but it's too polished yeah I couldn't quite tell because like was he really is this what he's going for is this very kind of synthetic I think almost a very kind of like synth pop and yeah it's an odd kind of merger and it's and it, but I think it's almost I, I kind of think he's a little bit taking the piss out of himself because it's so kind of ridiculous and in, in the song he's very explicitly saying like yeah I, I recognize that I'm just some Englishman I like that forgive the accent and the cheek of it that yeah. I'm coming in and tell you how to do things but then it yeah. then he kind of at the end of all of this long journey where he's clearly like hey I've traveled under your country and I met you and you all seem nice and that entire like this is our oldest, you know, you're, you're our old buddies. And you, you when you, if you see your buddies having trouble, you, you know, g- get in there and help them out. Yeah, I mean, it's a song with a ton of affection for America. And he references the Shining City on a Hill speech. And one of the lines is about you fought our king to be independent. It's very kind of loving in that way. And part of it is it's like, okay, well, if this is a song that really 
needs to be synth poppy and very mass market in order to catch on in order to like bring this message along then that's fine and also i feel like the the sort of pomp and hubris of it matches the the hubris of the make america great again slogan like the people who say it earnestly and put it on their hats no it's really it's this attempt to reclaim a phrase that's going to be kind of tainted and it's pretty ballsy to just say no i'm taking this back yeah the way that we make america great again is by getting rid of the racists and like making them ashamed again and and it it kind of lays out like well if we want to make america great again here's how we do it So after this incredibly super produced and very sort of thematically zero subtext song, (laughs) I like that the album does kind of slow down and get a little more contemplative, a little more personal in a song we'll play next. It's called Going Nowhere. When you're just a stone's throw from where you started and you're going nowhere When everything you had that was solid is melted into air When you worked your fingers down to the bone but didn't get your fair share I'll be there, in there like swimwear I'm going nowhere Feel like you're letting down your friends and you failed your family When you're a hedgehog you can't help pricking all the people that you meet When the ravens leave the tower and you're cowering for fear in the city I'll be there, in there like swimwear I'm going nowhere Empires may fall and the seas may rise But I'll be at your side by and by I'm like an armchair I'm going nowhere So after almost the first half of the album really focused on screaming at the world in the madness that's going on and in varying degrees saying let's come on let's buck up it's seemingly a little strange to have this song about like do 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 i'm I'm just here i'm gonna stick with you girl at which on its surface is kind of what this is it's like it's a little bit of a kind of shambling well i like that it inverts the idea of going nowhere as a negative thing to like a positive thing of i'm not going anywhere yeah i'm not leaving and that there is that thing it's like in a crazy world having something you can depend on that's really important and really something that can be inspiring and yeah that inversion of yeah going nowhere yeah thumbs up I think the message of this record, and that is why it really resonates with me, because it's what I believe, which is the only way to cope with the kind of things that are happening in the world right now is to obviously be active, get out there and vote and help other people vote. But more than anything, just be kind to the people around you and make sure that you have the people in your life who you can count on and who will stick with you no matter what happens because bad things may be going to happen soon. And you got to have those people to help you make it through. Yeah. And so I think that is, you know, if the album is very, I think, 
clearly structured because I said like the beginning of it is very clearly like things are going crazy. And then we go into a middle section where there's sort of a few different kind of to varying degrees, friendship slash romantic songs about like, I'm with you and you're with me. Let's stick together and be ready for whatever comes. I'm not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. I'm going to take, you know, I think there's one brave face, like put on a brave face and I'll be inspired and you'll be inspired. And this song, I'm not going anywhere. And that I think is this kind of momentary calm in the middle of the album, which gets us ready for an ending that is, I think, very intense and gets pretty, I think he gets into like the craziness that could happen. And the next song we'll play is about that very moment when things go to hell it's called Blackout. In the hospital, on the critical ward, too long a breath between the break and the backup of her life support. One system failure and it stopped her heart. song reminded me a lot of the new pornographers uh song the record built brill bruisers because you could tell that carl newman got really into the arpeggiator and then he just stuck with it and here you know frank turner has clearly latched on to how exciting the arpeggiator is yeah well if this album you know it's super produced and he's clearly just trying but the fact that there's so much variety of sound from different song to song that some of them sound super 90s some of them sound very 80s some of them sound very 70s some of them sound absolutely of today and you know, the theme obviously tying it together is very much of today. And here, I like this song even because it has the very kind of guitar-based uh, verses. And I like that it's like verse, verse, chorus, but the second verse is shorter. So you like the fact that the blackout hits on it kind of unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Like you're, it comes a couple seconds early and it's that, it, and yet it is almost inspiring. Like the blackout should be scary. And yet that's where this becomes all electronic and soaring and that it's just unexpected and kind of cheesy but in a way that i appreciate and maybe that's the entire album is kind of cheesy in a way i appreciate but after the super energetic take on the collapse of everything it gets a lot more kind of downbeat and meditative about that collapse in a song called lifeboat there are stories now worth being told there are victories to grasp more valuable than gold than we will speak of to our children when we're old there are battles now worth being fought there are lessons to be learned and later to be told there are soldiers on the field who can't be born there's a clarity now in our 
song which are the penultimate track are so hopeful and beautiful and it really kind of takes the weight of everything that we've gone through prior in the album and turns it in a new direction which just really seems less kind of dour and pessimistic and more hopeful about we do have to leave the past behind where maybe we were complacent and we were pretty sure that everything was going to be all right and we're heading into this uncharted future but it's also an opportunity to bring out the best of us and make better choices to make a better world yeah but it's it's this hopefulness but it's with this very kind of apocalyptic imagery of like well the world's in flames we're hopping into these lifeboats and i i like how the song starts and it's just kind of this classical guitar and it's very low-key and then it just becomes this incredibly overwrought kind of symphonic style reminds me of some of those uh december's albums where they really got carried away yeah but the cello is really beautiful oh, it's and all gorgeous. the strings and oh, the way I liked, that it, I liked it those builds when they got up away. really slowly i think it was really nice yeah and it's yeah it's beautiful and it's yeah it's sort of this there's the fatalism of this like yeah we're whatever we have now is not gonna work we gotta just write it off and save what we can and it's that I think, again, the through line on this album that when you have that clarity of, well, we see the world for what it is and we can change what we can change and there's stuff that we just have to write off and do our best. And and some of it could be seem so sad of just, wow, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I'm going to stick with me and maybe we'll be dead tomorrow. <laughs> but that that's you have to look on the positive side and find hope where you can find inspiration find the kindness in each other and yeah that the cynic in me the gen xer who's like supposed to just scoff at anything genuine i i I want to hate this but i can't i found it really connected emotionally and it wasn't too over even though the production was a little bit over the top it hit it in the right way and i can understand what he's trying to do with this record in a way that it's not necessarily marketed to me it's intending to reach a wider audience and i think he will be successful but the the variety on the album for me i was shocked at the re-listenability mm-hmm. that, you know, when I first listened to that, like, well, this is not really my thing, but it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of writing in the songs, but that the earnestness combined with the musical variety makes it a, a shockingly good listen for something that is at its core, a very pop album. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty impressive achievement. Yeah. So we'll go out with the last track, which called, which is called Get It Right. 
And you've been listening to For the Record, and we've been discussing Be More Kind by Frank Turner. Thanks for listening. Last night I had a vision Of people asking questions Instead of talking without listening And admitting that the news was new Sweet Lord, I've had some visions Of people having conversations Instead of staring at their tiny screens And pretending that they knew what to do Take a breath Try these besides I don't know I change my mind Between life and death We'll find the time To get it right Last night I had a vision Of people being congratulated Instead of ridiculed and hated For admitting that they made mistakes I'm sick and tired of having visions That keep coming to me nightly This shouldn't be so very unlikely If everybody's ready for some changes to make And take a breath Try these besides I don't know I change my mind Between life and death We'll find the time To get it right Ba-ba-da-da-da Ba-ba-da-ba Ba-da-da-da-da Ba-ba-da-ba Ba-da-da-da-da Ba-ba-da-ba Let's try and get it right Ba-da-da-da-da